Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. It's Jace. And let's head uh, down south to Corpus Christi. You ought to be getting slammed about now with some good weather this morning. Check in with old Captain Cliff Webb. Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting hammered. I'm getting hammered. I bet buddy. you are. What's my, up, man? Man, my, my two Labradors are wanting to wanting to get here in the room with me they don't like this lightning stuff <laughs> it's no. funny they don't care about shotguns or nothing but lightning i don't they don't like it i'm i'm hoping i can get home before the weather hits here and uh save my <laughs> wife some sleep this morning because it, it starts uh crackling my my dog will be all up in the bed with it it's <laughs> funny how that works isn't it, it some, is. some, some dogs are about fireworks you know my dogs don't care about fireworks but boy lightning the thunder that's why my daughter, instinct. but you know, she never was afraid. You know, it, the weather didn't bother her till we had Harvey. You know, and had the two days just torrential. Un- she yeah. must have got a static charge or something because she's been afraid <laughs> ever since. Yeah, that's that's amazing, Weird. Mickey. Yeah, it's it, it's been a really great week here for us. It's crazy considering the weather I've dealt with this week right. is nuts. Just all types of weather. Um, Last Monday and Tuesday, I had these people down from Sweetwater, Texas, and Mickey, they fished me from 1983 to 1987, and that's the last time I fished with them from Sweetwater, and they've gone their ways, and a lot of the, a lot of the groups of those guys, there's about six or seven of them, have passed away, so we're, you know, we're down to the last two of them, and it was, it was pretty <laughs> amazing, you know, <laughs> so uh, we got their money, met at 37 right at daylight, and uh, they got the exact same run reels they had in 1983, 87. You know, it was okay. I just loved it. You know, and, and uh, of course we did get some new line on the reels, um, but just old fiberglass, you know, real whippy rods. But that, what the deal was, was <laughs> the guy that you know, the guy that made the rods was friends of theirs. You know, Ed, and he's passed away, so it's kind of like a fishing with Ed's old equipment. So it's kind of a neat deal, you know. So right. Anyway, so I take off right before daylight with a bunch of other guys that didn't make a very good decision. We get down to Burlow that wind hit about 40 miles an hour out of the west. I mean, just blowing out of the west. You know, like unbelievable. So I turned around and went back to Marina. I said, we're going to set this out because there is nothing 
I can do with the 40, 45 mile an hour west trend right now. Anyway, I pulled back the marina, and two hours later, it's three miles out of the south. Like, what? You know, I'm like, God, oh, my. It's just one of those weird weather days, and uh, it kind of messes up. Anytime you have those wind shifts all day long, the bike right. the bike's hard. You know, it just kind of yeah, does it get it to me. And then, you know, I'm also dealing with the real limber rods where I see the rod load up, and it's, it's kind of like they're watching it like something's going to take off. I said, you know, that, that's the sign trying to set the hook, you know. And uh, so we did miss a lot of fish, just uh, – you know, just didn't have a lot of feel. Uh, and so that day was, was kind of slow because they just kind of getting used to it. And then uh, I had them again on, uh, on Tuesday. And, uh, and I said, you know, I think we're going to try a little something different. I think we'll try to anchoring up fishing on some side channels, you know, so you guys can feel the fish, the bite a little bit better. Mm. And boy, that made a big difference where the boat wasn't drifting. They're not used to see when you get a bite drifting, people are not used to it. So the boats move two or three feet. The time you feel the fish, you're going toward the fish. You got to take up the slack with your reel. You got to you got to reel down to it. You got to turn that handle, baby. You got to turn that handle bubble. And they, they were setting a lot of air, a lot of air strikes, you know. And so we got, <laughs> we, we got a lot of we got, sound like a sword fighting in the boat. Was, <laughs> well, it was like it was like I was in a boat with Zorro over there, man. It was bad, <laughs> you know. I thought they were going to put an X in my back, but anyway, we, we were. We were uh, on a side channel, you know, way, way down the cut. I went way south. I got on the side channel. Those fish was pouring out of the nine-mile hole because the current was dropping, and they were pouring out of that hole. And and, uh, and so the deal is, though, they still weren't filling my fish. I would see the rod load up, and they'd wait and wait, and they'd bring in these fish. And, man, they're, they're hooked deep, and I just don't like it, man. So I <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I cut the lead, haul, lead head off <clears throat> and put on the biggest lead head hook I could find. I took a pair of pliers and bit the barbell. You know, so I said, at least we're not going to kill these fish, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and so all, all, all more along behind the boat, we we got into some giant skipjack too. They're flying out of the water and throwing a hook. I'm going, thank God, you know, I don't want to get that soap stick up here. And then we catch some nice trout, 20, 22 inches, and we're landing them. You know, they're letting them go. They're not keeping fish, but we're not hurting no fish now, you know. And it was so much current that when they got a hit, the current would pull the fish where it would stay tight so they didn't lose them. In other words, fishing heavy current, when when it was on the bottom, you set the hook, you know, once the fish took it, it was in the current. So it was it was good. It worked out real good. <clears throat> so I got I got through those two tough days. You know, then, of course, weather just absolutely hammered us the rest of the week. And so I just surfed, Mickey. The surf was double overhead on Wednesday. Just, God, it was Double good. overhead. I hadn't heard it that was amazing big surf. And, uh, real hard to get into it it was real had a real choppy face to it so i i take a couple strokes and boy if you didn't pop up real quick you get bounced off and you fall down the face it wasn't fun (laughs) i got i got hosed a couple times we got a reality check you know but uh made it through that the next day was good and and then i got some a really good trip on uh yesterday and uh these are the guys that take me to laredo deer hunting up there in those giant deer Uh berry and uh, and all the guys from East Texas, these guys come down, man, and James and and Tommy and, and Russell. They come down and they when I, I'm up there deer hunting, Mickey, they won't even let me hard to touch a knife. I'm allowed to I'm allowed to take a bucket to the ice maker and pour ice in the ice chest. About all I'm allowed to do. I mean, they cut up all the game. They're just amazing with knives. They don't let me touch nothing. And so in return, I give them a fishing trip. You know, they come down here and fish with me. And uh, last year, we just slammed the big reds up in this lad and just had a great trip, you know, with them. So I'm hoping that we can do the same thing this year. And uh, we left the dock yesterday morning and uh, pulled in there where I've been seeing all these big reds and stuff in there. And it just 
it was bait, but not a lot of bait, Mickey. And we probably caught 30, 35 fish in there, nothing real big, maybe four or five pounds, but just never would really get going really good, you know. And so like a dummy, I pulled out of there. You know, I said, man, it's, you know, I, don't, I just want to find some red. So I went another 30 miles south and hit two or three more spots and had a couple of big trout on, didn't get them in, and then caught a couple of nice fish, but never really got into those reds. And uh, so, you know, when you're from East Texas and stuff, you know, you want to pull, you know, you, you just want to have some fun and catch some fish. That's what these guys yeah. want to do. And uh, so I go back to that first spot, Mickey, and man, that bait was flipping, and it, it was, was a old. different story. It was a different story, you know. And uh, this is like one thirty, two o'clock, and uh, I pull in there, and my boys pile out. But this time they they spread way out. They they get three or four hundred yards apart, way up in the flats. And Barry took off. He took man, I'm gonna go get a big flounder over here. I know where a good flounder is. I'm, I'm gonna go up shallow and see what's up shallow. And he took off, and then. I'm with the other guys, and I catch about a four-and-a-half-pound flounder and about a four-pound trout and about a five-pound trout on plastics. And look, over my guys are catching fish. It's kind of going on there. And then they got a nice red, and then I caught an oversized red. And make the day, you know, make, long story short, everybody starts catching fish. We have over 100 fish now. We're at 100, 125 fish a day. It's, going, it's getting good. And then I go pick up Barry. He's got a, a four-and-a-half-pound flounder. I mean a stud. So I go pick him up and bring him back, and, and I'm separated from the other guys, and, and they're on a point. And as I'm pulling up there, Mickey, I power pulled down about 30 yards from them. I didn't want to spook their fish off, and Barry and I are sitting in the in the boat. He's looking at some mess and stuff, and I noticed that uh, Jay's got a big fish on. I mean a big fish on. And I'm thinking it's a flounder. It's uh, it's doing that round circles digging, you know, right. down deep and making a mud trail, and, and it would just rip out drag for a long way. And I thought, man, that's, maybe it's a red, you know. Mickey – this trout come up, <laughs> and her body's mouth just dropped open. It was one of those jaw droppers. The fish is 20 feet in front of him, and uh, they're trying to take slow-mo videos. You know how to do the slow-mo stuff? Right. And they got their phone out, and so they're not really trying to get it in the net. You know, they don't really realize how big this fish really is. And this thing, you know how big fish do. When that fish come out of the water, I just, my mouth must have dropped open <laughs> to my chest. I mean, it had this tail like a flash water. You can just tell those big studs. They jump straight out of the water, and they come all the way out with a stiff back, and they do this mid-body shake like a tarpy, you know, just up like that, shaking right. all over. And you see that big old flashwater tail, and he crashes in the water, and I'm going, I'm just telling myself, my God, get a net on that fish. You, got, you know, James is sitting there with a net, and there's still video, and they want to video that stud. They have no idea what they're looking at. You know, this fish is 32 probably. You know, oh, I mean, it is a gracious. really big fish. I haven't seen one like that in a while. And they're trying to photo yeah. all the <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, no, I, I'm just going. This is great, you know. At least we got the fish on photo. At least we have the pictures of the pig, and then it shakes off Mickey, and it just sits there right in front of me, lays on top of the water, and they video this pig just just submerging like the Loch Ness monster, just easing underwater. You know, I go, oh no, you know. <laughs> but anyway, that just it just, it was cool to, to have that. You know, so we had it all. We had the Grand Slam. We got all the trout, the red stuff. Then we had the big one that got away. I said, that's a perfect big fish trip. You know, that's it. You know, you got the fish story. You got it all. You got it on, got it on camera, man. <laughs> yeah, Seeing is believing. Yeah, it was a good one, man. But, uh, oh, that's we awesome. Were, yeah, it was, it was a special day yesterday. Really good. I can hear that in your voice, man. That's Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about yesterday. That, it was that, good, that'll man. light a man up for sure. Yeah, Let me knock this break out and light this all break right, up. Right. I'll be right back at you, brother. <laughs> okay, Hang on, Cliff. All right, you're listening to the Outdoor Show. Quick break. We'll be right back. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 619 here in the Bayou City. Let's run back down to Corpus, see if it's still raining. Still got a little rain down there, bud? <laughs> it's dumping, man. It's dumping. It is. I'm watching it on radar. It's coming this way. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't lose electricity. You know, but every time this happens, I'll see that lightning hit this transformer over here. You know, it's about a quarter mile from me. And I see it pop, and then we lose electricity for a few hours. It always hits this one pole. I don't know if it's a, it's putting out a char. I don't know, I understand why it always hits the same pole, but it does. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I was, I was like it never strikes in the same place twice. But it does, it, it does. does. Yes, sir. And I, I was supposed to fish my guys again today. Of course, we're rained out, so yeah, we were going to try to fish a Saturday. But uh, no, you know, I wouldn't want to be out there in your neck of the woods this morning. No, man, no, man. And I was going to tell you, too, last weekend, you know, last Saturday, they had that big trout tournament, uh, Mr. Big Trout. And my guys, Barry and Dusty and, and uh, Pop and those guys won. Cody all won it, uh, won everything. I was so so damn proud oh, to see cool. those guys do it because they're, they're such good fishermen and they worked hard. And it was a great tournament. Everything had to be live. If you have a dead trout, you can't weigh it in. And uh, the trout had to be under 23 inches. And it was a great tournament. Uh, it was a flounder trout and a red. And, um, boy, they hit it all. It was good. It's good deal. And then, of course, you saw the big shark they called on the beach. I sent you that picture. That 14 I? footer, that hammer? Yeah. The hammer went unbelievable. A... That is a big fish right there where we're surfing. <laughs> oh, How do you like to be paddling out and uh, have that <laughs> following you around like a puppy dog? Not good. Uh, I had one I had one approach me with a tiger shark, though, at South Potter like that. Just came up and looked at me real good. And, you know, uh. it just gives you those. Gives you those tingles like you see a snake. That'll give you, know? you the heebie-jeebies, wow. there, buddy. Yeah, well, get it to you, dude. Me get out of the water. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what all this fresh water does to my base system. So it's going to change things, you know. And, and so now, 
as I'm when I get through here, I'm, we're going to start. I'm going to search all the records back on heavy range in May and what happened after heavy range in, in Maine. And Marlin is going to clear out sloughs, so it's going to wash out some of these sloughs, and you're going to have some redfish at the at the base of some of these sloughs and stuff at the mouth of them. So it's going to change some things around a little bit. It's going to help the salt salinity a whole lot back in Alazon, back of our bay system that needs it. And it's going to make for some really good June and July fishing. So uh, this is the perfect rain for our fishing, Mickey. It's also for our horns on a ranch and our quail. So this is a, this is just what we need. Yeah. Yes, it is. This is perfect timing. But you may not need any fresh water. I think you guys get a lot more. I don't do. want any more up here, man. We've just, you know. I know. I know. It, uh, but you're we not starting with soggy. Yes, sir. You're not starting with real heavy salt salinity like we are, 80 parts per thousand. We're start we're we're starting with really heavy salt, so it doesn't hurt us near as bad. <clears throat> no, fresh water helps you guys big time. I've heard of some mm -hmm. unbelievable catches behind you know local flooding like that in your area. Oh, I know it. I know it. And if you have Especially you heard anything? Alizon. Oh, I know that this is this is a great rain up for Alazon. It's really going to help the back of it, and uh, and it takes a lot of pressure. What I like too is so I fish all over the place, back in the front. Sometimes when this happens, it gets a lot of pressure. A lot of people get going back in the back, which gets real good. But it opens up so many little bitty spots up in the front that I love to fish. That normally people don't fish, but they they see you there, and you can't really fish it, you know, because there's some really little spots you don't want to show anybody, you know. So whenever when nobody when nobody's around, you can slip in there, you know, pop a couple of big fish off places you don't want to bring a big crowd in. So it's good, but uh, <clears throat> I'm seeing the. It's so cool to see the our croaker guys being so respectful for our fish, Mickey. You just would not believe what's going on down there. My mouth just drops open. I'm just cannot believe this. You know, they're keeping the 17s, 18-inch trout, letting all the big ones go over 20, most of them. They're crimping the barbs on the on the Kroger hooks. This is the first, man. This is Say like, what? Every, yeah, everybody's on the <laughs> same page now where, hey, man, let's try to keep these big trout in here. You know, after after they raise the limit back up in August, let's just try to keep these big fish in here as long as we can. Let's not take them out. That way, we have a, a special base system. We have a trophy trout system. We just don't have a base system. We have a trophy trout system. It's like South Texas exactly. big year, you know. So that's and I don't know if it'll work or not, but I think we're going to have it a great will. winter next year. You know, next winter, and we'll see what happens after that. Well, it yeah. it works. It uh, yes, sir. it's definitely over the years we've seen so much, and it definitely works. Mm -hmm. You got to take and care I'm, of it, just like managing yeah, a ranch, man. That's it, Mickey. And, you know, before it was all the young guys coming up. This is our problem. The young guys coming up, got to hammer these fish and string them up to get some clients. Well, that ain't happening now. These young guys are taking pictures and putting them on Facebook and taking live videos and stuff. And they're coming back with a couple of threads and stuff. And guess what? They still got trips. And they go, wow, you know, I'm still getting trips. I didn't I didn't think I, I, I thought I had to kill them all, but I really don't. As long as I got some pictures of some live, live fish letting them go and well, yeah, and, and out of everybody I talk to, the majority of them, they agree they like to see the the catch photo sure. and release, you know, the CPR they deal. Do. They do. And uh, the slow-mo videos of a big trout being caught and then released yeah. and all that. And people are just yeah. sick of looking at, uh, you know, a table dead shot fish. of just dead fish laying on it. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's out of style now. People aren't. Uh, I think that's it right there. That's the key much. word. It's kind of out of style, you know. And it I is. sent you that slow-mo video, Mickey, but that was the worst one because it was a short video. The other ones are so long, 
the big fish, I, I, I take that thing too long. There's a way you can shorten these videos, and somebody's going to show me that where I can shorten it and send you some. But I wanted you to hear that noise next to the boat when those big fish are rocking. <laughs> I sent you that one, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> all that noise it's, in slow mo. It just yeah. sounds so neat when they're doing all that water spitting. I love stuff, all know. that slaunching and, you know, just, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, it was good stuff, you know. It is. I've got good. a couple where where a fish will flash behind it like a, like a double D or something. No, I see the silver flash behind it and it gives right. me enough time to hit, hit the button on the phone and zoom in on it. And I get the strike sometime. And that is the, the coolest thing to see a fish strike a plug, how they, how they push so much water in front of it, but yes, they're sucking water in so hard for the gills. They catch up with it. It's a neat thing to see, you know, I had one the other day where my double yeah, D. People, about, they, they imagine a, you know, a bass or a trout just, swimming up to a bait and just grabbing it with their lips yeah. but yeah. when they swim up to it they open that mouth and they flare those gills and suck that intake of water yeah. through there and the bait comes with it and they just chomp yeah, down it's on cool it. looking man it's cool looking that's why I had I, one where I, you know i always I tell them if you feel something immediately set the hook because before yeah. you if you're you got any delay at all he's already spit it back out he's blown it back out of his mouth because he knew it wasn't natural it doesn't feel right and that is a great point right there. How many times have you watched your customer not set the hook over the years? Oh, my God. Oh, How many times millions, have I seen that where I'm in, I'm in the front of the boat and the very guy in the back, I see him load I can up see it out of the corner of my eye. I see their I rod load up. The you know? it's, you, it's a and different then, rhythm. Something's then the up. fish will drop it, let go of it, and then they set the hook. And, it's you know, that's what I call sword yeah. fighting. You hear all that swishing yeah. Oh, yeah. through yeah. the air. <laughs> and we've all done it. You know, I guess my, my biggest thing is Well, that's how you learn. More bites you yes, get, sir. the more you learn how to do it. You know, you've got to get a lot of bites yeah. to learn yeah. it. And so this 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 scenario happens to all of us. So you're in a mid-twitch. So you're halfway up on your on your plastic. You're, you're going up with it, and he hits right. it. How fast can you drop that rod? Do you go all the way back up to it? No, you immediately point that to him. That's the problem. It's hard to get because your brain is already going back up with the rod. And when he's, and if you do that, you're going to telegraph him. So if he's on there and you're coming back up, it's game over because you're going to, he's going to feel the weight before you get it down. He'll feel the resistance and drop it. That's exactly. Mm -hmm. Unless you do the Charlie Paradoski technique. Charlie, he's the best I've seen when he's coming up with a jig. He's almost he's about three quarters of the way up and a fish loads up on it. He just keeps going all the way behind his head with his reel handling everything behind his head and he doesn't miss them. And uh That's good. We we used to do that, James and I and all of us, we'd all be wade fishing, we'd start making fun of Charlie and we'd start reeling our fish, set the hook and put the rod behind her head like that. And uh <laughs> Charlie taught us that. He's the best I've ever seen at that. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, that's good. James can I wish do my a perfect Charlie P, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my shoulders go that high anymore. So <laughs> I know. I my left one, the one I hurt when I fell on that ice back in the freeze in February that year, it, uh, I still can't uh, reach. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine for everything yeah. else, but I just can't do any high grabbing or anything. Right. Still got my right one, though. As long as I got one arm, I'm good to go. Yeah, that that's that's it, Daddy. Just don't hit your money arm. I tell I tell those daughters just take care of my my money shoulder. I said don't let nothing exactly. happen to the money shoulder. But it supports the family, so keep it. Hey, real up. quick before we run out of time, I had a text from a listener wanting to ask Mister Webb. He called you Mister Webb. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. I am old. <laughs> you old timer. Oh uh, God. But anyway, uh, he wants to know what what your best bait has been in the last couple of weeks for catching the bigger fish? What, what's your go-to bait? 
man, it's funny because the the double D the yeah. the perch imitations because what's happening these little perch are small right now they're coming in they're not real big and they like to eat them when they're smaller and that's right. what's happening these, these perch are the size of fifty cents and bigger and and my bigger fish are coming off double D's and top water right now that big fish yesterday was on a plum bass uh, not a bass plastic soft plastic a plum soft plastic yeah and that big we lost but you just never know uh it's funny because some days they'll hit the double D like crazy. And if they're hitting the double D, I stay on them all day. They're feeding on those perch. Right. But, uh, and, you know, like Barry lost a really big fish yesterday on a soft dine. And he throws a, he's real good with the soft dine. So he throws a soft dine a lot. It's what you got sure. confidence in. But, uh, you know, if they're not eating the mullet, if you throw like a top water and they're blowing on it and they're not hitting the mullet, go to the perch next. If not the perch, go to the, go to the soft plastic. Soft plastic is your money. You're always catching them. But that double D right now is hard to beat, man. Yes, sir, it is. Yes. That's a good bait. I, yes, sir, and I like the silver flash uh, in the in the sun than the gold flash when it's a real cloudy day. Oh, I, so. I concur with that. I agree on yeah. that thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, that seems to work the best. Yeah, I, you know, back when we were just nothing but mirror lure chunkers, you know, we didn't have anything else. We had to fish yes. with mirror lures. Right. And it's still a good bait if we'd just throw it. But uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, cloudy days. I, I love that gold it. flash, and then uh, you know mm-hmm. the real when clear clear water and clear skies go with the silver flash. Yeah, I, I love the plum nasty. Uh, oh the double yeah. D's, and they got they got another one, kind of an iodine color, the Laguna, kind of a right. reddish color back. Y'all ever catch them? I do good up here on the Crown Roll. Oh Crown, and that's what that's one of Barry's favorite color. He lost that big fish yesterday in the Crown Roll. Oh, and that's a really man. good bait in the winter here, that color. Yeah. Really good in the winter. Uh, man. But it's it's more – and, you know, it's so funny because you can throw 10 of those double Ds and, and almost all of them run the same. Then that one will run just a little bit tighter, a little bit more quiver. It's funny how you get one bait that's a little bit tighter shaking, and they'll hit yeah. it. It's just funny how <laughs> – they just – it's amazing how I don't care what lure it is, Mickey. Some of them are just a little bit better than the others. It's just different. It's just the way it I is. Know. Same way with corkies and everything else. Yeah. Some of them are tuned uh-huh. just right. I see that a lot with Lee Lee's and hot rods too. You know, uh-huh. same thing. And they look exactly the same. It's amazing. You're right. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I got to roll out of here. Somebody wants to call you, Cliff, about coming down and popping some good ones. How do they get a hold of you? All right, Mickey. All right, Mickey. I'm in area code three six one nine four nine zero seven zero seven. Appreciate you having me on, Mickey. Thanks, man. Hey, Cliff, always a pleasure, man. Hope y'all uh, don't drown down there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have some. I think we're going to have a little Mexican food breakfast. All right, buddy. There later. you go. Mexican breakfast. Oh, man, that sounds so right, good. Buddy. I'm getting hungry. All right, buddy. See you. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. That's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store or call Jason for more information at 281-701-8107. And while you're there, you know, check out all their wild-caught guff seafood, their fresh shrimp, and uh, crawfish season. We're in the height of it, and Boyd's has got some great deals and plenty of crawfish, especially for Mother's Day tomorrow. So get there early, reserve early, and uh, get your crawfish for tomorrow. 
Call them at 409-945-4001 or go to boydsonestop.com. And when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm sure a lot of folks are getting ready for Mother's Day tomorrow. Special day for all of our mothers. And uh, hopefully you still have one still living and enjoying her. I sure miss mine. All right. Uh, it is 637 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Livingston now, the Penwall Campground and Marina. Let's check in with a good friend, Harry D. Tan. Harry, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, Mickey. How's y'all's morning this morning? It's nice. Nice and breezy and uh, waiting on some rain coming. There's a lot of, lot of weather west of us moving this way. Mickey, I'm hoping the rain misses us. It, it probably won't. I mean, we had not been that lucky, but it's a nice uh, morning up here. We're about, I think, 75 degrees, and and uh, I think we got about a seven-mile-an-hour wind coming out of the southeast a little bit, uh, kind of gray and a little overcast. Uh, it's, a, it's a real nice morning. It sure is. But uh, everything is good, good up there on Livingston this week. I mean, you know, the lake, we're... Uh, we're just right at normal pool, just slightly over, you know, splitting hairs up two or three inches above normal pool, and and the release is about uh, 8,500 cubic feet a second. Uh, there's there's getting to be a little less and less water in the river channel coming out of Dallas, and so it, they'll probably drop in the release a, a little bit more, providing we don't get any more rain. But right. Anyway, things are good. We've had a pretty good week up here. You know, everything's uh, clicked in. The white bass is starting to come on pretty good. Uh, uh, these bulkhead catfish are going like crazy. Uh, uh, they sure are. I mean, I've seen a lot of a lot of catfish come in. Uh, crappie, at least for us here at Pinwall, has been pretty slow. And uh, black bass is, is uh, there's. There's quite a few black bass fishermen now. I think there's a little tournament on the lake, and, and they're back up in the creek pounding it pretty good this morning. So, uh, you know, if they fish, Pinwall's one of those creeks, if, if you fish it fast, you're going to miss it. And 
So if you fish it at all, you know, you want to fish it real, real slow and, and uh, drop that bait up by the bank up yonder and then pull it back in and then hit it about four inches from where you threw it the first time and just go down the bank like that. But uh, uh, anyway, they'll, they'll have a pretty good day. Uh, we've had, uh, The days have been pretty good this week. Uh, we did have some rain. We got about three inches of rain up here. Uh, right. And all which kind of messed everything up a little bit. Uh, the water here in Pinwall, it's in water in Pinwall is good shape. Uh, we don't we don't catch a lot of that uh, runoff, and the runoff we do is pretty well filtered coming down the uh, side of the highway, uh, uh, coming down 3126. But uh, every, everything's pretty good. I'm uh, nice to see these whites come on. They finally woke up, and, and uh, you know it's one of them yeah, things. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of white bass pictures right now on social yeah. media uh, off they, of Livingston. Uh, they're doing doing real good this week. They really have been. So, so anyway, so you know, you could you could have a double bag. You could get up early and and uh, catch you a bunch of catfish, and then then go run some of the whites out on the flats and stuff. Right. But, uh, you know, they've uh, they when they came in, you know, the shad, uh, you know, they're up uh, uh, up against the bulkheads and stuff. Uh, but the whites, when they come in, they went straight to the flats. And all, and really, there are some uh, in with it should be in with the shad, you know, and on it around the points and stuff like that. But the better whites that I've seen come in are, are coming out of the open water, uh, you know, out on the flats. And so anyway, that's kind of way it is. So anyway, everything's been pretty good here in Livingston. We've just been uh, kicking right along and all. Uh, if we could ever get out from underneath this rain, everything would be a lot. A lot's better, I guarantee you. I mean, right now, everything is, you know, we, we've had a couple of days without rain. Uh, things are starting to dry out a little bit, but, you know, it wouldn't take but a quarter of an inch of rain to turn everything right back to mud. You're <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we may have more than that coming if this thing stays together at land. It's it's kind of slow moving, too, but you know, we shall one, see. Uh, Years ago, there was a time me and my wife was sitting down in one of the cafes and she t- uh, having dinner and she told me, she said, you know, you need to do something about that mud. And she said, I'm getting tired of all this mud around here. And I said, well, looky there. I said, everybody's in the same boat. And she said, well, how's that? And I said, look at that couple over in that table over there. And I said, that lady's got on a pair of rubber shoes and he's got on a pair of rubber boots. That means they're wading in and out of the house, you know. I mean, that's <laughs> it. That's just the, you know. It could be here, a lot worse, honey. <laughs> it could be a lot worse, you know. I mean, yeah, it could be a lot worse, you know. With, you know, here's Yeah, that line right now, it's all the way from down below Victoria from Corpus through Victoria all the way up above College Station and drifting our oh, way. So. Oh, and it's getting depressing looking at the weather anymore, Mickey, I guarantee you. I, think. I, I know mean, it, man. Uh, this year right here, uh, uh, without a doubt, uh, this, uh, uh, April has probably been one of our slower Aprils. And, and if you look back nearly every weekend, is kind of a rain out or something like that, you know, weather related. And, uh, uh, you know, the days that we do get a little sunshine, you know, you know, everybody pops out, you know, but we've had so many, many days that, that, uh, you know, I don't, uh, Sooner or later, it's got to quit, and, and we'll get back. We'll get back. We'll go back into a normal pattern, I hope. But uh, 
you know, we, uh, you know, last year we liked to burn up and blew away because we didn't have any rain, and 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 now this year early we're getting a we're getting a lot of rain. So I just hope we don't uh, completely dry up like we did last year. That wasn't any good at all. I mean, you know, basically last year we we shut our mowers pretty much down right at uh, we mowed out around 4th of July, and, and and then we didn't do a whole lot of mowing until last of September, October, something like that, you know. I mean, everything just went to dust, you know. So so anyway, it'll it'll be all right. Uh, fishing's been good here on Livingston, you know. I mean, everybody, you know, uh, they'll call and I'll talk to them on the phone. They all want, want to know about the is the water clear or what? But you know, Livingston's never clear. Uh, no, it, you know, it can uh, get clean, but it's it's not one of those lakes that gets you know pristine or anything. But it uh-huh. holds a lot of fish. It's a big lake, and I'm you know, and and I've been seeing some good catfishing, you know, coming from there. Them catfish is oh, you know, that catfish. Let me tell you, uh, uh, these bulkhead catfish people have been fishing. I guarantee you, I don't listen. I, I don't know how many fish is in that lake, but if you look at those catches, you know, I mean, my God, you'd think you'd, you'd empty the lake, but you, you don't. I mean, uh, there is lots and lots of catfish in this yes. lake. And, and, that's a, uh, that's right. a species of fish that is hard to wipe out, I can tell you that. It's they, hard they to multiply wipe out. You know, real fast, multiply fast. You know, uh, Parks and Life, Wildlife, you know, they fix it on the catfish. I don't know if you've noticed, you know, but if if you catch a two inch catfish, you can keep it. Yeah, there's no there's no length size, but you know. And, but, Is the limit still know, fifty still, on Livingston? Uh, don't give me any line. I, uh, it's twenty five, I think. But I'm okay, not okay because it used to be fifty, and everybody else was twenty five. Yeah, uh, a lot of you know a lot of people you know they like to catch catch these bigger catfish and 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 uh, you know. What, what I like, you know, I'll tell people, you know, you catch one of them big old catfish, just whip out that cell phone, take you a nice picture. You can carry that fish with you to work and everything else. You don't put those old big fish back in the lake because, really, they're not really that good to eat at all. And, uh, and my gosh, they'll Yeah, they'll they're the breeders anyway. Bacon. That's the ones you want multiplying for you. Keep them that's, little ones for table fare, man. But, the, you know, you get a catfish uh, like one of these blues, and, and you get one, man, if you get a 12-inch catfish, uh, just just uh, skin that thing right quick and flat fry him whole. And, you know, and if you keep them, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe five pounds and down, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. They are so much, so much better. I mean, I mean they, they are good and all. But you get this big Hey, I got a... Question for you from an avid listener, friend of mine, Mike right. Walton. He he wanted. He said, "Ask old Harry about uh, Leonard Davis. Is he still alive?" No, he passed away. Probably. Uh, I'm going to lie to you a little bit because I, I probably ever bit or probably 15 years ago. Yeah, I, I thought so. I wanted to verify that with you before I said anything. Yeah, it's it's. I don't remember exactly when, but it's it's been it's been quite a while. It sure has. Yeah, so, it's been a while. Everybody gets yeah. Everybody gets old, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it 
sure does. You know, talk about them catfish, Mickey. I had a gal on the boat with me one time, and we was white bass fishing, and and she had this little old light rod. But you know, she hooked onto a, a catfish, and you know, I just I just followed that fish on my trolling motor. This we just kept a little pressure with it, and I kept wanting it to give up, you know, and float or something, you know, and. And we went around and around, and I didn't even have a net on that boat to, to handle that fish at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, and a guy come by, and, and uh, uh, I asked him if he had a net, and he said, no. He said, do you need one? I said, yeah, I need one. He said, I'll run in I'll, uh, to my house, and I'll, I'll bring you one back out, you know. And uh, he brought that net back out, and, and uh you know, we finally worked around with that fish and, and netted it, but, you know, uh, that fish weighed like 52 pounds, and it Goodness. was it was, a, it was a big old blue, you know. Had a head on him like a house cat. <laughs> it, it sure did. I mean, it was a big one, you know. And, and here she is with this little old light rod. Yep. Seems like y'all find them Zebco 33s on top of it. I bet a Zebco 33s caught more fish than anybody can count. That's the I little mean, silver one, right? The little silver push that button. Is, yeah, that's Black just and the silver. little old yeah, black and silver, and if you can, right. you can pick one of them up. If you've never seen a rod before, you can throw that one. You sure can. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, I think, I don't know what they are. They used to be about 12 or $14. They might be a little higher now. I don't Man, know. don't give me the line. Yeah. I hadn't bought one of those since I was a kid. That's uh, when uh, well, that's uh, when you hit the big time when you went from the 202s and then a 404 oh. and then went to the 33. Uh, yeah. You know, Mickey, one time I saved my money up, and I wanted to. Uh, there in New Mexico, we we fished a lot with uh, spinning rails on them trouts, you know. Right. And I I saved my money up a, a long time, and I bought a, uh, a Garcia a spinning reel. Uh, uh, it was that C model with the ball bearings in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, what was that thing called? I, uh, I know which one you're talking about. 300 C or I think right. 300 C. Uh, Anyway, I wanted that thing so bad, and I say for you know, then that and this was like in I don't know seventy uh, something like that. You know that reel was thirty five dollars, and that was a lot of money. That was big life. money back then, buddy. That, that was, was a lot. Serious, of, that was a world serious. of money. And and you know I still got that reel today. Well, I don't either. I gave it to a friend of mine. He kind of collects reels. And mm-hmm. he's quite a bit younger than I am. I knew he'd take care of it, so he put it in his collection and got it, got it up with with other stuff displayed. But uh, I remember uh, the old coffee grinders uh, back in the day. The best ones were those old Mitchells. Uh huh. Uh huh. Remember those? But yes, I do. Uh, you know the ones that my dad got um, uh, stayed about half aggravated me and my brother. He had some uh, open face reels. And and uh, he'd come home and we'd be running down through them fields with them reels trying to fly a kite with them. <laughs> they worked pretty good. <laughs> oh, they sure did. But uh, we used to do a lot of things. My little brother lost one of my daddy's good rod and reels, one of his trout rigs, flying a uh-huh. kite with it. And he oh, let go yeah. of it. And that was the end of that. And that, uh, that's pretty much the end of him that night, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they, yeah. You get to you get to go to bed a little wounded and and, and uh, go to go to bed real early. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what. 
that was a, that was a good, we had a lot of good times doing that. You know, we, me and my brother, we had a, uh, there in New Mexico, we had a 48 Ford Coupe, and, and uh, no, you wouldn't want to do it today. The game wanted to have you for sure, but we cut the top, uh, top, top out of that old coupe above the back seat, and we'd we'd crank that old coupe up, and we'd go across them pastures and stuff just as hard as we could go, chasing jackrabbits and shooting jackrabbits out of the top of that, you know. And, right. And uh, we call that thing the Batmobile because we'd put a little gas in it and, and and add oil. Every time you put gas, you just go ahead and add oil. It burn Remember the cars back then? They used as much oil as they did gas just about. They did. They sure did. But, you know, that old coupe did run. I don't know, 80, 90 mile an hour. It had that That's what GTO stood for back then. Well, girls take over was one of them, but gas, tires, and oil, it ate them all yeah, up. Tires and oil, yep. You know, you think about them old cars and about those days, but, you know, uh, every, every, every guy that I knew that had one of those cars there in the uh, middle 60s, 65, 66, 67, they all had... Uh, I had a Malibu Super Sport. And, yep, that's uh, a good one. Uh, they uh, they had GPOs, Camaros, and, uh, everything, you know. But Road then, runners, you know, GTXs. Yep. I bought uh, I bought that Malibu that I had. I bought it down at uh, a Chevrolet dealership there in uh, Tatum, New Mexico, and. Uh, and that sucker was sitting on the showroom floor. It had that 375-horse engine in it. And, you know, on the on the showroom floor, I, put, I think that car was like thirty-two or $3,300, you know. Yeah, that and, was uh, 396 Yeah. No, mine, uh, mine come with that uh, uh, 327. Oh, 327? No, three, 327. That's going to wind up like a buzzsaw. You know, it, it really would. But uh, and that was the first time I ever saw a fancy pickup, and it was sitting on that showroom floor, and uh, it was bright red, and it had chrome, and it had uh, electric windows <laughs> in it, and, and it had an air conditioner. And then, uh, unless you just, most of the cars didn't even come with an air conditioner, you know. But it had everything, and I remember I said, my gosh, who would want a, a truck like that? Because then everybody wanted a car. And uh, that I think that car, that truck, all tricked out. I think it was like forty-one or forty-two hundred dollars. You know, about the size of, a, about the price of a set of tires now, Mickey. And all, but, but uh, yep. you know, you could. Uh, Zebco thirty-three. I just got a text. A guy took a picture of one at Walmart. It's twenty-four ninety, and Bass Pro Shops is twenty-four ninety-nine for a Zebco thirty-three. Inflation got everything, hadn't it? Inflation <laughs> got everything. Back in our day, what were they like, eight ninety five or something like that? Yeah, they wasn't much. Uh, yeah, they. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, they, they may have been five ninety five. Who knows? They may a while back. The last All right, one Harry. I remember. I'm Make running out of time, day. buddy. Now, if uh, you right. got plenty of minnows and fuel and all that up there. Uh, yeah, we got minnows, fuel, and BS and everything, you know. We got it and all. And coffee. There's always coffee on at Penwall. Always coffee. I got coffee coming and going. I sure do. There you go, brother. Hey, all right, man. We'll throw them out a number. Somebody wants to come up, hang out with you, Harry. 936-967-4752. Y'all have a good day, Mickey. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. See you, man. Yes, sir. All right. Bye. That's Harry D. Tan up at Penwall Campground and Marina.
on Lake Livingston. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But guess what? We'll be back on Mother's Day bright and early tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.